Welcome to Lake and Run Podcast. I'm your host, Ray G, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in today. This show is a part of the Crossover Network. Go ahead and give Crossover a follow at Crossover365, and uh, let's get into the show. So, NBA is back. I don't want to say basketball is back because WNBA was back already. So, I'm not going to say basketball is back, but the NBA is back. Now, we got a win last night versus those Clippers. Um, the Lakers won by two points. And um, it was an ugly win. It was a very ugly win. But guess what? A win is a win at the end of the day. I just want to start. There, there are several things that I want to talk about today, tonight. And um, I want to start with the analysts, ESPN, FS1, all of them, all those shows, Skip Bayless's of the world, you know. Um, who else said something wild? Stephen A. Smith don't really like what he said. He was talking kind of crazy to me. Uh, not to me, but in my opinion. Hmm, who else? Y'all know. Y'all know. I'm pretty sure y'all heard. Y'all seen Colin Cowherd, all them, in regards to this game. So so the score was 101 to 103. My mistake. Let me correct that. Lakers win 103 to 101. Now, I watch the shows, you know, every morning. I listen to them while I work or whatever. And I just kept hearing, you know, the narrative over and over and over again of, oh, the Lakers only won by two points. And the the Clippers didn't have Trez. The Clippers didn't have Lou Will. And this should have been a blowout game. Um, all this blah, 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 blah. Okay? And this is a point, a very valid point, a point that us all Laker fans and people that's not on the Clipper bandwagon should make, should see is number one, we beat them already at full strength. Everybody's bragging about, oh my God, when the Clippers first was, when when the Clippers is full strength, they're almost unbeatable. When they're like ten and one or some shit like that, I don't know their stats, but I think I believe it was ten and one. And who, hmm, y'all, who's that team that beat them? Um, he said it was ten and one, so one team had to beat them. Damn, who? Oh, man, y'all, who was that? Oh, that's who they were, the Los Angeles Lakers. Okay? That was the team that beat them. That was the team that gave them their loss at full strength. And you guys have got the audacity to go on national television and make it like this team cannot beat the the Clippers? Like, y'all going to sit here and act like Lou Will and Montrez Harrell was really going to make a difference. Right? The difference in that game is this. Okay, you know what? Let me take that back. Yeah, they would have made. They could have made a difference for sure because Lou Will is a scorer. Um, Trez does what he does. But don't act like the Lakers never beat them at full strength. Like, what are we doing? What are y'all doing? We Y'all seen it. Y'all seen it. What is this, this oh, my God stuff, like this, this overreaction to this shit? You feel me? The thing is this. When we played the Clippers at full strength, we seeked, LeBron seeked, sniffed out Lou Will. Lou Will got ate up. He made him play defense. And if anybody, that's what, what most teams are going to do when you have a weak defender like that. You're going to seek, you're going to switch, you're going to pick on him. So the question is this. Now, if they would have played, we don't know if the Clippers would have won, right? We don't know if we would have won. We don't know. But the mere fact that, you know, these people getting on TV and acting like, it's impossible for the Lakers to beat the Clippers at full strength when they have already done it. We're and not giving them no credit for that. None. They're just saying, "Oh, 
They beat this team without Trez and, and without Lou. Basically saying it's unimpressive and should have won by more. So the Lakers really is damn if you do, damn if you don't, right? So if the Lakers would have won and they would have blew them out, what, the, what do y'all, y'all know what the media would have said, what they're saying now? Well, they didn't have Trez and they didn't. Okay. If the Lakers would have lost, what the media was going to say, I mean, how y'all lose to the Clippers? They didn't even have Lou Will and they didn't even have, you know, they, they top scoring um, bench members, and y'all lost. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. This is very concerning. What? So what can this team do, right? What can this team do for people to see that they have talent? They're on the same level as them. Because everybody keeps saying, oh, the Clippers got the deepest bench, you know, just wanting to put them above the Lakers so bad in any kind of way that they can, like any kind of way that they can, any kind of way. This team is head and shoulders over the Lakers. Oh, but they only got, you know, first seed because they took the ser- the season too serious. The Clippers didn't care about it. What? Do you hear yourself? What do you mean you took the season too serious? Bro, what? Man, <laughs> this shit comical at this point, man. It's comical. But even with that, Braun didn't have a great game. He wasn't playing his usual you know, aggressive way. And we know usually when, when Braun is passive, you know, the the game has such a weird flow because I think that, you know, his aggressiveness really takes away, obviously, from the game. And in this game, like in the first game um, versus the Clippers when we first start the season, he would force the ball down to AD, you know, to play through AD, which is fine because we know that nobody on the Clippers can hold AD. It's obvious. He shot 16 to 17 free throws. So they put him on a line in a significant amount of time. So Braun found himself trying to get AD off, and it fucked up his game. You know what I'm saying? It messed up his game to where, you know, he he wasn't getting his. He wasn't aggressive enough because he was seeking out that AD mismatch. Um, but I, I like it better when he moves it up. He mixes it up a little bit. You know, you drop it down to AD a little bit. You seek out mix, mismatches. You do, you know, you get you some, get him some, get the other team some. I mean, get the other players some. Mix it up a little bit. Don't be so predictable. And that's what they did in the first game of the season. It was just very predictable. We knew, you know, come down, you know, AD post up, boom, and and try to go from there. So, Bron had like six points for the longest, and he finished the game with a total of sixteen points. Bron don't 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 score that low. Everybody knows that. Um. He don't score that low. And that was an off night for him. He had a few bonehead turnovers, which he knows. You know, we don't have to sit here and be like, bro, you know, he knows. He's he's a very, very smart basketball player, high IQ. Um, he had a few turnovers that was like, damn, that hurt us for sure. Um, but he played his he did what he had to do when it mattered, right? When it was the game on the line, he locked up Kawhi, he locked up PG. He scored the winning bucket and walked off the court, did what he had to do. And that's what we want, right? This game wasn't a pretty game, but who said it would be? It's the Clippers. We, you know, we know, you know, as a basketball fan, if I take my biases away from it and just step out and look at it from the game and from a basketball fan's standpoint, we know both teams are very, very talented, right? Like, they're very talented. So I didn't expect for us to run through the team. Like, I didn't think we were going to, you know, blow them out. 
But I knew we can definitely get a win, and that's what we did, and that's what I'm happy with. If it was 1 point, 10 points, 15 points, 20 points, a win is a win at the end of the day and vice versa. You know, I don't think they haven't blown us out this season, right? So we know that these are the two teams, this, they set the bar. We knew it wasn't going to be easy, and um, we did what we had to do to get the win. And like I said, Bron had an off night. That's not going to be Bron. Bron not going to have 16 points every night. Y'all know that. Y'all know damn well that man is not going to have 16 points every night and turn the ball over the way he was. You know, so even with that, they still were able to come out with the win. AD did his part. You know, he he carried us. He I think he had he he scored about 30 plus points. Um and he was a big factor in the game. It was a difference cuz nobody can guard him, not Zoo, not Joakim, not Patrick Patterson, <laughs> Jermichael Green, he couldn't do it. Nobody. Even if Trez come back, he can't do it. Can't nobody hold. He's a matchup nightmare. It's not surprising we know. We know. Like he's he's generational type talent. So A D did his part. Braun had an off night, but he he stepped up when it mattered most. So moving along, one thing that for us that I feel like we need to fix, we need to, you know, work on is that we need more movement, y'all. Like, it's more movement. That game was very, very stagnant. Everybody was just standing there on a three-point line. I mean, you know, outside three-point, watching Bron dump it to AD. And I feel like when we do that, we're, we're the team is definitely not as good. When you get that ball movement, players are cutting, backdoor cuts, you know, moving them without the ball, it makes us unpredictable. And it's any anybody can score. Anybody can can – you know, get theirs off of that. But and then the defense don't know how to guard us because you don't know, you know, who going to do what. Damn, is he going to drop it off to AD or is KCP going to cut to the basket, right? Is AD, is AD, is uh Danny Green going to flare to the corner, right? We don't know. So I love it much more better. I love it when they move, move without the ball, ball movement, like I said, cut, all that shit. But when they're stagnant, it's just ugly. It's just ugly. Offense ugly. We shoot a bad shots. We're shooting contestant shots. Not a good look. Not a good look. And that was something that I seen throughout the game. And I'm like, y'all need to move. Move without the ball. I seen at one point um, Dion just standing there. <laughs> I know he's still trying to get the feel of the game, you know, understand the plays. But I feel like they always doing that. They always just standing there and, and ball watching, just watching Braun do an AD play. And we don't need that. Bron is going to find you. If you get open, he's going to find you, period. And they know that. They've played with Bron all this time now. So it's not like it's anything new. Um, that was one thing that really irked me. The turnovers, let's be real. You know, Everybody's rusty, so that's going to happen. Um, they're going to get better with time. Free throws was a problem, too, because Caruso kept missing his. Speaking of Caruso, let's talk about Caruso right quick. Caruso, by any means, did not have a great shooting night. He has to shoot. He has to hit those open shots. Him, Danny Green, Kuz, all them, all the bench players must hit their shots. I'm not saying that they got to hit everything. I mean, it would be great if they did. But they need to hit majority of their shots. They had some wide open shots that they just flat out missed. And we're coming back. We're working back. Right, y'all? We're working back. We're trying to get ourselves back to where we were at in March. It may take, you know, the whole eight games and some. But that's one thing we need them to do is hit their shots. 
They hit their shots. We good. We good to go. Um, now Caruso, yeah, he didn't have a good game by any means, like shooting wise, but he put he put in work on the defensive side. You know, he had a key play where he stole the ball. You know, before and caught it before it went out of bounds. You know, we caught we got it in, scored on the other end. And I think that was a part of the time when we was doing a run or we was Clippers in the run. But it was to me, it was you know game changing. Also, he. He drove the ball. He, I think he had the right ideas. He just was off. He just was off, and, and that happens. You know, um, basketball is a make-or-miss league, and, and sometimes you make them and sometimes you miss them. And shooter shoot, and I'm not saying he's like this phenomenal shooter, but he just needs to just continue to work on his shot and um, continue working towards getting better. I know that's what he's doing because he, he has gotten better. Hint why he's in the NBA now because he was in the D League or G League, should I say, and he worked his way to the Lakers. So, um, Crusoe is going to be fine. He's definitely going to be a difference maker with his defense. Like I said in the podcast before, he's the best defender outside of Avery Bradley for our point guards. Like I said, QC, Rondo, nope, they're getting cooked. So, now I want to move on to Kuz. Kuz had a solid game. Kuz tried on defense, and that's what we asked for him to try on defense. You know, um, his offensive game, I think he was at like 50% or a little bit under. So he didn't shoot too bad. But one thing I did notice in the game was he he missed a lot of open players. I seen him miss JR. I seen him miss Dion. And he would probably shoot a contested shot or make a bad pass. So he has to, you know, look towards moving the ball and go – from getting a good shot to a great shot. So maybe your shot that you have, you think is good. No, we want the great shot. So more ball movement, once again, more ball movement. Because he went, well, he missed like four shots four shots in a row. And I'm not saying don't shoot. You know, shoot if it's a great shot. Shoot if it's a good shot. Shoot if it's a shot that you go, you know, confident making, don't go making, shooting uh, contested shots. And he wasn't doing that all night, but it was a couple plays where I'm like, nah, cool, you got to move that. You got to move the rock. You know, you can't just hold it there like that. And it didn't um, go in our favor. But overall, I'm happy with Ku's effort. I'm happy with, you know, his the, his improvement. He's trying. Like I said before, and I'll say it again, there's a lot of cool slander every time he has a bad game. You know, he has a good game. People are like, oh, well, maybe. But, you know, there's going to be up and down. He's still young. He's still learning every day. Sponge. He'll be fine once again. Um so I just want to see him move the ball a little more. He's doing better on defense, and then make sure he hit those open shots also. Like I said, this is key for our bench. Hit the open shots, right? Um, Dion coming off the bench was solid for us also because he, when we needed a bucket, he was able to go ahead and, and, and knock it down for us. He had that spin cycle going for a layup at one point. I was like, well, damn. Wow. What's sweet? Okay, Philly cheese. All right. All right, do you, bruh? Do you? I ain't mad at you. So he's going to be solid for us if he can, like I said, create his own shot, hit his open shots. We already know I ain't going to spend too much time on Dion. We've seen it. We know what he can do. He just needs to play his game and continue to defend and do what he's doing. I think he got lost a couple times on the defensive end, too. But once again, that's to be expected. He's still trying to get his fill. Um, and make sure he, you know, learn the plays and do what he has to do. So, um, all in all, 
It was an ugly win, but we got it done. We split the series with them two and two. Um, we hit 50 wins, so that's good. We haven't seen that in a while. We hit 50 wins, so it was a milestone game for us for hitting 50 wins. Um, made us that much more closer to locking up that first seed, which in my opinion is already locked up. We already got that. What else did we do? <laughs> beat the Clippers. That still didn't matter, though. Even we beat them, they still talking their shit, but who cares? Who cares? We're going to keep doing us and just worry about the Lakers and whoever whoever is in front of us. So our next game is Toronto. That's going to be a, t a tall test. That's definitely going to be another test for us. So we out the gate, man. We start with the Clippers, then Toronto. Oh, the NBA didn't do us no favors. They didn't do us no favors. But we ain't got to win too much. We we good at number one. We will be A-O-K-O. So, I think that's all I got for you guys tonight. I guess I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Make sure you guys share this with a friend. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Laker underscore Run Pod. Follow me on Twitter at RAE underscore G33. Go ahead and follow Crossover Media at Crossover365. And y'all have a good night. I'm out.